Welcome to Actor 101 with Lauren and Marie. Hey, Lauren. Hello, Marie. We're back. 2024. 2024. And in person. In person. It's so nice to be able to sit here and have a conversation with I you know. in person. I agree. And with all our listeners. I know. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So let's talk about what's happening. Yeah, let's do it. Class was funny the other night. We we were doing a new improv with the advanced Tuesday night class. It was like this funny like monster improv where like three actors are up and they only get to say one word at a time and the audience asks them questions and then they get to answer the question. And uh, it, it was really funny. And what was the question you asked? I asked, will Lauren get another dog dog number six (laughs) which the monster said yes indeed she will which cracked me up because then this is what makes it funny then around 10 30 at night i don't know 10 30 11 o'clock i get a message from lauren and it's a picture of a new litter of murder doodle puppies (laughs) and that's it she doesn't mean anything else i'm like am i getting the puppies I think I or, wanted one of us to get the yes, puppy. she did. And I wrote back number six <laughs> because that was your fortune, not mine. Oh, my gosh. My husband would literally kill me. Yeah. The other day, Georgie struck again. I have no clue what she chewed up. No clue. But I woke up to my entire floor covered in white artificial feather, like down from inside like a oh, pillow no. or something. Oh, no. It was all over my floor. I'm not just talking my living room. I'm talking the hallway, the kitchen, the front entrance, the dining room. It was everywhere. And it took me and my two kids to pick it up. And I'm still finding feathers. What was a pillow or something? We don't know. We never found it. Oh, my Lord. I don't don't know what it was. So that's why Lauren asked the question to the monster, how do I get my dogs to not chew anything up and have my house look like snow? And they said... (laughs) Don't have any stuffed animals around. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I really don't. I don't know where she's coming up with these things. I swear, everybody, this dog is like Houdini. I don't know where. (laughs) She's so cute, though. She's so stinking cute. It's like, I can't be mad at her, you know? Um, But I I did start a new training program. I go every Friday now with her. And uh, we've been to one class. And the funny thing is she's so good in the class. She's really, really good. She's smart. She listens and she does everything me and the trainer do. And then you get home and she looks at you like, ha ha, forget you, mom. And it just <laughs> runs like, off. Fooled him. Fooled her. <laughs> yes. Right. So oh, that's funny. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's a work in progress. So. Well, I, I mean, all your dogs are adorable. They really are. They are They're super cute. So, so this super is cute. why maybe you have some issues because they all give you that look. <laughs> And you're like, okay. <laughs> like, okay, I love you. <laughs> Tell me about the sleeping because we were talking about that with our dogs. Oh my gosh. Well, since I broke my elbow, I, I was in bed a lot, especially in the beginning because I really couldn't move anywhere. This big old cast. And so I was in bed and the dogs, I let the dogs in my room with me because I was lonely and I just wanted some companionship. And I don't normally let them in bed with me. And now they think... That bedtime is like them sleeping with me. And so now every night I'll randomly send me pictures of like (laughs) three dogs laying across my bed. And it's like no room for me. And that's my lot in life now. Well, but the funny part is she said she's got a gate in front of her door and they just stand there and they look at her and they wait. They wait. And then if they don't, though, this is the killer. 
right here. If they don't get in the room with her, then there's issues. There's issues. The little one, Teddy, he'll cry. Literally. I mean, it's like whelps, like crying, <laughs> whelping, crying. And he'll he'll pat at the gate. And then Winston will sit there and he'll just look at me and he will not blink. He will not move his face. He just gives me this stare. And it's like, mommy, you are going to open this gate and you are going to let me into this room. He's doing the staring contest oh, and yeah. he's winning. And he won. <laughs> he wins every time. Every yeah, stinking time. Wins. Darn those dogs. I know. I was telling Lauren how... My dogs will try to sleep in bed with us too, mm. but he usually one they'll both start off and then they'll get sick and tired of Paul and I. So one of them will jump off and maybe we get one. But you know, Buddy is the brother of Winston, and he likes to spread out. Yes, <laughs> yes they do. That doodle spread. Yes, and I call it the Superman. Yeah, because he puts his hind legs behind <laughs> him yes. and he's all out, and then the front paws. Yeah, I took a picture of Winston the other night. I mean, he, and he these are tall dogs. They're they are. big boys. They, they are. are not little. No, they're skinny. They're skinny, but man, oh man, they they uh, they have but they're some long. length. Yes, they're long. So our dogs are a little spoiled. What can we say? Can but we they're say? good little pups, and and we love them we dearly. Do, we, do. we love them. So let's talk about the weekend. We had a huge weekend. We did. We did. We did the huge annual uh, Los Angeles agent manager showcase here at the studio. We had some fabulous reps. Um, we had a three Osbrink innovative coast to coast, aka uh, we had Zero Gravity Entertainment, Avalon Artists, Stone Talent, Throughline, and Eleven Eleven Entertainment. Yep, it was a, a really great roster. Great roster. Yep. The kids did great. Kids did it all. And they're not all job. just kids because we have young adults. We here do. Too. We do have a ton of young adults. The the introductions have all been sent out, and people are starting to meet this week. So it's exciting stuff. Yeah, I'm excited to see where some of our kiddos land. Yeah, me too. Yeah, super so. exciting. Well, today, everybody, we are going to discuss a hot topic that um, I said to Marie. What are we going to talk about today? She said, "Lauren, ask me what the number one question I get, literally on the daily from." prospective students what is the question that I constantly the get? question I get all the time how do I become an actor how do I get started which I can understand if you, you don't know the business and it's interesting because it's not just children it's children it's young adults oh, it's yeah. it's all ages mm-hmm. and I just thought well why don't we do a, a quick hit and how do you get started when you want to become a TV film actor? Yeah, I would say the first, 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 first thing is get into a class. It really makes me chuckle when when people say, I'm going to be an actor. This is my life. And I say, well, have you done this before? And have you ever been on a set before? How do you know you even like being on a set? It's tedious. It's hard work. It's long days. It's boring sometimes. Lots of downtime. So the first thing I always say is you need to be in class. You need to really study the craft and figure out if you have a passion for it because this business is not for the faint of heart. It is a cruel and uh, and tough business at times. It can be rewarding but it can also be tough. So, you know, I always just say, get into class. You got to train, get competitive in your market, you know, find a studio that you fit well into. You drive with your teacher and you enjoy being there and work, 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 work. Yeah. I always tell everybody, start with class, see if you can audit somewhere. Definitely audit. So that you can find a good home of mm-hmm. where you're comfortable because not every studio is right for everyone. No, definitely not. Find that home, try it out for a while, 
And then once you've been doing it for a while, then you start making the investment yes. because you really want to know if this is something that you enjoy and that you're willing to put the time in because like and the money and the money. Yeah. Because you have to have all those things. Yes. And mentally, can you be there too? Because it's a hard business. There's hardly any yeses, le- a lot less yeses than, you know, than anything else. Anything else. Yeah. A lot of no's. A lot of no's. A lot of no's. Yeah. And a lot of nothings, too. And a lot of nothing. Yeah. A lot, a lot of ghosting, of, I guess ghost- you would say. Yeah. <laughs> Better get used to being ghosted because uh, you'll do these auditions and you'll think, oh, I hit that one out of the park. And then crickets, nothing. Nothing. No feedback. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be tough, but uh, definitely figure out, yeah, if this is something you want to invest in, because then the next step would be uh, headshots and investing on some of the casting sites, you know, uh, casting networks is a really popular one. And then Actors Access is one that all the professionals, all the reps use. Um, that's the main one, I would say, for film and TV that casting directors use to send out breakdowns. If you don't know what breakdowns are, that is another episode you can listen to. Um, but yeah, so so getting in on those sites and getting yourself up and, up and ready on those, starting a resume, getting the training on there, getting any other kind of work, I would start building that resume, doing local stuff, short films, student films, anything like that. You know, you can self-submit on stuff until you get an agent. And I think, Marie, I don't know if you agree with me here, but I think maybe getting a local agent is kind of the best way to go first. Get a local yeah. agent to whatever city you're in and start trying to build your resume with work around you, you know, Agreed. local stuff. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I always tell everybody, the formula that I would use if I was starting my kid out or if I was starting out would be get into classes, do that for a while, make sure I'm committed. Then from there, I would probably work on my headshots and get all the acting sites, Actors Access, and also Casting Network. You can also use Backstage. Yep, Backstage uh, is a good one too. So you could try those three. And then I would also maybe look on social media to see if there's some local actors site that there is a community usually in a lot of different cities that Mm -hmm. you can see if you can get into some short films or student films because a lot of times they'll post there too. So look at that. Um, So I would start building there. And once I had that going, I would also check my studio to see if they do any showcases for local agents because I think it's a lot easier to get your agent that way through the studio that you're at. So I would probably do that after I've done those other steps first. Absolutely. I I think that's that would be the key for me. The other thing too is we do have students that come here that already have agents, but they've only been signed for print and modeling. Yeah. And now they've decided to do the acting piece. So that's a little bit different because you already have your agent, but then you would have to be having those conversations to make sure that you're talking to the theatrical department and the print department because sometimes they're different people. Absolutely. Yeah. So you need to say, you know, hey, I'm interested in crossing over into the theatrical department, which for those of you that don't know what that means, theatrical means film and television. Talking to your print rep and saying, hey, I'm looking at crossing over. Can you introduce me to that agent and see if you can cross over into that department? I'd say it's always better to stay within the same agency. I think most local reps prefer that, that you kind of stay across the board at the one agency. Agreed. When you're in Los Angeles or New York, you can have different agents for different departments. Like one agent can be your voiceover, a different agency can be your theatrical, a different agency can be your commercial. But for the local market, I would say it's just one one agency. Yeah. And let's talk about when do you get an LA or New York agent? That I think is a different journey for everybody. 
I think one of the easiest ways to do it would be to showcase. It's really, really, really tough to do just cold call mailers into these agencies. Um, I, I think it's I think that's pretty impossible. I, I don't know how often they really look at their mail or email from that standpoint. A lot of it's going to be, you know, referral by a coach or by maybe uh another actor that's with them that they feel comfortable enough to make that reference. For the most part, most of the successes that my actors have here at the studio is doing the showcase every year. I bring in really, really, really great people, work prep these actors for the showcase. They do two contrasting scenes and then they have these meetings and then they sign with them. I think that's probably the easiest way I would say to get LA rep. I would also say timing wise, you want to make sure that you're really well trained before you go into that pool, because mm-hmm. we're talking, you have to be able to carry yourself, know what you're doing, how to prep, you know, for these big auditions. Oh, yeah. So you want to make sure that, you know, you're, you're really well trained and yeah. very knowledgeable by listening to the podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you know we have a podcast, everybody? That's our um. big joke, by the way. Here at the studio, we walk around and go, hey. There's this great podcast. We have a podcast. Did you know we have a podcast? Oh, speaking of our podcast, (laughs) (laughs) I do have to say one thing, because I think we're kind of done with, you know, this piece. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to add. Is there anything? Not really. No. Yeah. So I just have to say that Lauren and I have gotten really great feedback. And I think we talked about that in our New Year's Eve episode, but I did meet a fan of ours, which I thought was absolutely adorable. Oh my gosh, yes. So cute, I love it. So I just have to tell this quick story and hopefully he'll be listening because then he's going to be super excited. (laughs) Shout out. Shout out. So there is a kid who is in a play with my daughter and he was talking to my daughter about just how to get started and such. And then he found, and then he did not realize that I was her mother and that I had the podcast and that Bella went to the studio and was... Uh, and Lauren was the acting coach. But during the conversation, he figured it out, was so excited. And he talks to her about the podcast all the time. And apparently he listens to us while he's brushing his teeth on Alexa every morning. Oh, well, there <laughs> you go. And he told us we're the number one acting podcast. It pops up right away when you put for actors on uh, Spotify. Look at that. Look at that. So I just... Look at that. We'll do a little shout out, right? <laughs> shout out. <laughs> brush <laughs> those teeth fans. well. Yes, brush those teeth and keep on listening. Yes. <laughs> Getting kind of back to the, the agent piece, I think just you know, speaking to your coach and asking if you think you're ready and understanding the commitment to having an LA rep, I think is also a really important piece to deciding if that's the next route you want to go down because it is a huge commitment. You know, Um, you're going to be getting lots of auditions and the expectation is that you get those auditions in on time. And if you are really spreading yourself thin or maybe not 100% focused on this as your, as your, you know, industry or your work, you know, you start falling behind on stuff and that's not a good look. So I would also say, I'm going to add one more thing before we go, because I don't think there's that much more to add, because a lot of these things you can look through our podcast and find a lot of the answers. Mm -hmm. And it'll give you a little bit more in depth too to to learn from. But one of the things that you have to remember when you want to be an actor is that this is a business. And I know we've said this before, but maybe this is your first time listening to us. You have to treat this like a business. Oh, 100%. Which means you have to invest in yourself and you have to be prepared for that. I have seen a lot of people say, well, yeah, I want to be an actor, but I can't invest in classes. Well, if you can't invest in classes, it's just like being a baseball player. You can't be a baseball player and not be on a team or have a coach. 
Like yeah, it just, you can't, you can't, it won't work. You have to practice. You have to practice. <laughs> to be on your team. And you also need to be with your peers. It's really important to be in a community with other people that are doing the same thing as you because you're going to need that support. Oh, 100%. And they're the people that understand what it's like. And those are the people you're going to lean on sometimes when you can't get to your coach. You know, you may work on material with them. Absolutely. And so you really want to build that strong community. So I would say just think of it as a business. Know that going in. And just see first if you like it. 100%. I love it. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us. This is our first episode of 2024. So we're super excited. We're going to be getting that video up soon. We're working on it, I promise. But thank you for joining us, everybody. Remember to follow us at actor101 underscore on Instagram. And we drop episodes every Friday. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.